0: This is Jay Dewey, and welcome to 30,000 Things. To kick things off, I wanted to start with a couple that may have more than the average 30,000 things in their home. Meet Chris.
1: Every room in our house (laughs) is a storage room.
2: And
0: Brian.
1: No, 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 I disagree with that. Not every room is a storage room, but every room possibly has something that doesn't necessarily belong there forever and ever.
0: They happen to be very good friends of mine, so I've known for a while that they're both collectors with a capital C. At least, Brian admits to being a collector. He's also a serial eBayer and has a retro antique reselling business with another friend of ours. Brian works in marketing and definitely has both a design lover's eye and a shrewd business sense. I once watched him dig through a bin of disgusting, dirty old doll parts at a flea market, only to emerge with a dingy little dress. He bought it for a dollar and put it on eBay. Another collector who specialized in that particular doll line bought it for over $40. Chris is a college professor and a psychologist with a private practice, and most of the time, he acts like he's totally over Brian's collecting and reselling habit slash obsession. They have a large, unique, modern house with over 3,000 square feet bursting at the seams with stuff, but... Chris would love for Brian to clean it all out, to sell it all, or move it somewhere else. Except that Brian just can't do that. And Chris himself is a collector, too. This past holiday season, he started collecting Christmas animatronics. You know, those robotic choir boys and cherubs and Santa Clauses that move very slowly and eerily. They had a huge display of them on risers in their living room. As one friend of ours said... They're a little creepy on their own, but when you amass, like, 20 of them together, they're really creepy. Granted, holiday displays fall into their own special category of household decor, but still, it raises questions, right? Yes, yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You guys have a lot of stuff, and it's largely stuff that you have chosen to put in your house because you have collected it or love it or... You know something along those those lines. Um, mm-hmm.
1: That's correct. I'm more the offender than Chris is, for <laughs> that, sure. That's true. Yeah, yeah. When he met me, I came with things.
2: And and since we've grown together, he's continued to collect things.
1: As as well as he has collected a few things <laughs> here and there along the way as well.
0: I know. Well, I mean that that's kind of like where I wanted to start. Was I hope we often hear from Chris that he thinks that Gosh, I wish he would get rid of it all. And could sell
1: mm-hmm. it
2: all so we could have certain rumors of our house back.
1: Mm-hmm. But but he's a closet buyer and closet, closet collector.
2: No, I don't think that's true, actually. I don't think that's so. So then, then what do you... How would you describe your collecting,
0: shopping habits?
2: I'm definitely a shopper. I enjoy doing that. I enjoy kind of buying interesting items. And just kind of the thrill of the hunt, sort of. You know, I enjoy that. And that's something that... I feel I've had more since we've been together because I, I think you go out quite a bit and I go with you sometimes and uh, I get excited about the thrill of the hunt.
1: Yeah, it's so. definitely the thrill of the hunt is an exciting part of it and you never know what you're going to find when you're out and about at a flea market or a yard sale. Mm-hmm. Um, in this particular case, that's my shopping that I like. Um, yeah. So it's it's you never know what you're going to find. Sometimes mm-hmm. you find... Something worth a lot of money, or sometimes you just find something rare, unique, quirky.
2: But I do also value space in the house, and I realize you can't hunt and find a million different treasures if you can't live in your home because you're gobbled up by treasures. So that's sort of the balance. <laughs> and here. we're not
1: we're not gobbled up by treasures. We have one room of the house that is the main storage place for
2: okay. for items. The main storage room for items. But but we have items in every room that are being stored. Wouldn't you agree? Yes.
1: Possibly. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> yes. Every room in our house is
2: a storage room. No, 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 no no, no, no. no.
1: I disagree with that. Not every room is a storage room, but every room possibly has something that doesn't necessarily belong there forever and ever.
0: Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. Or that you, that you have specific collections that kind of belong in a certain room. Yes. So there, there are kind of multiples of of <clears throat> thing yes. where someone, yes. someone else might have just one of those.
1: Probably.
2: Correct. Yeah, and Brian has about four hundred thousand different collections, so <clears throat> they're they're spread throughout. The or house. maybe
1: five to ten. No, that's not true.
2: That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. What What are you collecting now?
1: I haven't really bought anything in a long time, but okay. my main collections are. Old Christmas decorations, uh barware. I'm on the lookout for old toys, but I haven't really bought any old toys. I used to collect old cameras, I don't do that anymore. I haven't bought any of those in a while. You did? I've been I've actually been very good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what what was what was
0: the, the <clears throat> first collection that you had? Where did it all
1: start? For me I can actually pinpoint it back to when I was probably Anywhere from five to eight years old. Uh, My father used to take my sister uh, and our friends and we would go what we call digging. Um, And essentially that was treasure hunting um, in old garbage dumps. Uh, So he would take us out, uh, Beacon, New York, along the train tracks where there were factories and where people used to live in the 1800s. Um, Back then people used to bury their garbage. There wasn't the sanitation systems and stuff that we have today so um he would take us out and we would just start digging in the ground where he thought old bottles and old crockery and plates and silverware and stuff from years gone by would be and we would kind of excavate a, a hole and and that was probably our first collection in treasure hunting and we still have hundreds of those bottles today that we actually dug up out of the ground. Um, they're definitely from the eighteen hundreds and early nineteen hundreds. That's where it probably started.
0: So does, does he have that collection? Or do you No, I have, them
1: all, have them, them all now. Yeah. Oh, you or my them all. my sister and I have them all now, but he doesn't have them anymore. Yeah. I have them all. <laughs> <laughs> Actually no, we don't even have them all. <laughs> he does I should take that back. He does still have some of them in his basement, but for the most part we have them all. Okay.
0: Yeah. So so it all comes from him. From do you think it's genetic?
1: possibly it could be genetic but it could be learned behavior as well because uh-huh. my dad used to sell some of the bottles he used to sell antiques now and then he wasn't an antique dealer but he would sell some stuff that he came across now and then um so i probably learned some of that from him and do mm-hmm. it you know the side business my sister doesn't do it it's just me that's true yeah <clears throat> so if it is genetic she didn't get those genes what
0: was your house like in terms of like you know the level of stuff. Zero. Uh,
1: zero. No clutter whatsoever. <laughs> My mother would throw stuff away if we left it on the floor in our bedrooms. So it was pretty much keep your room clean. There was no <clears throat> there really wasn't a lot of clutter. We had we had an attic that had uh, you know, small square footage, so we didn't even keep a lot up there. No basement in our house. So there really wasn't a lot of um storage of stuff.
0: And yeah, I have seen your sister's house and she's got some some stuff going on. She does on have too. stuff too, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She likes books. She's a she's a collector of books. She probably has several hundred books. Um and she likes older furniture. Um, more stuff though that she's saved from our family and kind of stuff that she's put pieced together over the years. But definitely books is I think her thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Chris, what was your <clears throat> like home
2: environment? I mean mine was really different. I didn't grow up with the same collecting Um, You know, generally, once we stopped playing with something, they were kind of removed from the home, given to charity or or whatever. So I never drew the same type of, like, connection, I think, with with some of these objects. Um, My house was very clean but chaotic. I come from a large family, so there was always kind of a lot happening. But, yeah, I think generally in our rooms, they were ours, and um, someday we'd come in and stuff would be missing. But, you know, (laughs) that's okay. That's okay. Because um, I think now, uh, you know, despite how much stuff we have in the house, I don't think that I'm really attached to any of it um, or, or very, very little of it. Um, you know, I, I enjoy a lot of the stuff that we have in the home. I think it looks very cool. It's funky. But if we didn't have it, I think I'd be OK with that, too.
0: Do you think that, that plays back into the, the thrill of the hunt in terms of the shopping or the collecting? Just it's more about acquiring it and not so much
2: hanging on to it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's kind of the the piece of finding it. Um, yeah, and sometimes we'll have the intention to sell something, um, so that we can get something else that we may prefer or really want.
1: Um, yeah, I think that definitely plays into it when you're when you like old older things. Like we like mid century modern stuff. Um, so unless you're buying knockoffs that are new today, uh, we, you know we prefer the the vintage authentic stuff. So when you're out and about, you're looking for something cool. It may not be something specific when you're out, but you say, okay, I like this. We'll bring this home. But then, you know, a year later, you may find something that you like better. Um, and you kind of upgrade or, or swap that one item out and get rid of that. It's very different when it's, when it's older things, I think, just because, they're not plentiful and you can't find them any, everywhere and everywhere. So there's a lot of trading up or trading out or, oh, we thought we liked this and change our mind. We'll, we'll go different direction and buy something different.
0: Starting to sound not so like creepy and, and like like ish.
1: <laughs> I definitely is don't think we're I point. don't think we're hoarders. It's still
2: a little hoarderish. <clears throat> no, I, I think we are more on the borderline of hoarders. No, than I really I would prefer. I really
1: don't, and the reason why is because like you said, you're not attached to stuff, and a lot of stuff I'm not attached to either. Mm. I mean, you actually get mad at me sometimes because I go through and I'm like ready to get rid of stuff. You know, I was like, oh, you know, like... I don't this...
2: recall those moments. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it may be, it may be, it may be things that are, are not, like, consequential. I'm like, oh, this Tupperware container is nasty. Let's get rid of it. And you're like, oh, it might have more life in it. I have no problem getting <laughs> rid of stuff and 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 tossing it where... A lot of times, you're actually the one that wants me to hold on to it. Well,
2: because I, I think there are a few... I, I, so in that respect, we're I not hoarders. We're not,
1: we're not attached to the stuff. We don't get emotionally upset if, if it has to go or we get rid of something. We don't break down and, you know, need to call in a psychologist. We can move around our house without any issue. There's not... There's nothing...
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Some not don't, don't, don't exaggerate. Some rooms. some rooms we can't. We've lived there for how many years and we can't even really reside
1: in them that's not true that's not true at all we reside in all our rooms no there's, there's that no. the was the sunroom the sunroom is completely packed and and i it's should also i stuff. should also say that the sunroom there is no living possible in that room because of the fact that it's not a insulated room or not an all-season room so there's about mm. two weeks a year where you can actually sit in that room comfortably so Despite the fact oh, that he says he wants to, to sit to it in it, despite the fact that, that he says he wants to sit in it, I know he won't actually sit in it.
2: No, but I would like to get it kind of back to being livable so that we can use that space. That's good space. It's got a lot of exposure to outside, so I think that'd be cool.
0: From what I've seen, a lot of what's in that room is there's a lot of boxes and stuff that is like you're you're also kind of like collecting boxes in order to ship things. That's out correct. Yes, for it's, the. It's, like the reselling. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A good half of it is just empty boxes that are exactly what you said used to ship out stuff or packing peanuts or whatever it may be.
2: Yeah. I mean, ideally, ideally what I would, what I would like is to have some type of shed or garage or something where, where Brian can store this stuff so that it's not necessarily in the, in the house so that the house is a little bit more livable. Um, because I give you a lot of, Grief, I think, about your collecting, but honestly, he's very passionate about it, and so I, I, I don't actually hate it. I give him a lot more grief than I than I give him credit because I I enjoy the fact that he's so passionate about it. I get, I get happy seeing him so happy with this stuff. So I don't want him to stop it altogether, but I would like it to be sort of a separate um, piece from our our living. I think,
1: and it mostly is. Uh, it mostly is the sunroom. The sunroom is. Oh.
2: The sunroom is, but there's is a different story. every room, every room, and Brian has a lot of collections, and this is this is something too. Like again, yes. I love the fact that he has collections because he's very passionate about them, but I do wish that he could like show them, like actual collections. Uh, you know, a lot of people have them on display, and we don't have his collections on display. A lot of them are in boxes, but but his collections are very extensive. We have, I mean, yeah, we haven't f-
1: gotten to that part of the renovation of the house yet either. That's true. So that's. Partly why they're not displayed.
2: He gave a lot of examples of some of his uh, collections, but there are also others. um,
1: Which we would probably disagree about.
2: No, no. So when we first started dating, Brian was also collecting like like plastic Halloween things. Anything like small plastic and Halloween he would collect.
1: I was, that's true. Not anymore.
2: He collected things that were
1: red. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that that was the collection no 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 red that's plastic not, that's not true that's, pl- that's not true Brian that's not it was red plastic toys
2: no <clears throat> they were like chairs like little plastic red chairs and, which is a toy is it a toy? it's a toy do you play
1: with a little red plastic chair? people chairs? did people did at one time okay. I didn't play with them no <laughs> okay there's been a lot he's, of extensive... he's thinking what he's thinking about is a time he walked through my apartment before we bought our house and he counted up 40-something fake collections. So he has that in his mind. You know, it's like, oh, oh wait, you wait. have a striped glass. That's part of a collection. Oh, you have, you have silverware. That's, that's another collection. <laughs>
2: no. Yes. No, that's not true. That is
1: so true. Is true. <laughs> there were a lot
2: of collections. So, so here, here's
0: a, a critical question. Is, what do you consider to be a collection? Like, What's the, what's the minimum that you need for a
2: collection?
1: We probably would have different answers. His his is probably like two is a collection. I'm going to say five to ten makes a collection.
2: I think if there's like a theme, I -hmm. think if there's a theme, then a collection exists. So I I don't know if I could give it a number. If you have like four things that that all fit this category, I would consider those four things part of a collection. If you had a hundred of those things, I mean, same thing.
0: Right. I've often heard three. Three is a collection. Two is just a pair. Three is a...
2: I could
1: see that. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that too. I think it depends on what the item is. You know, like (laughs) if I had three classic cars, I would say I definitely have a collection of classic (laughs) cars. But
2: I I think also collections can be really broadly defined or really generally defined because I think ultimately we have a lot, if you think about our mid-century modern stuff, we have a big collection of mid-century modern furniture, of mid-century modern dishware, mid-century modern decorations, but I don't know that we would necessarily consider those a collection. No, not necessarily. But somebody else might. So, I mean, I think, I think it also depends on who's sort of defining collection.
0: Well, I think another, like, the the a critical uh, divide here is between the, a collection that you might have a things that you're actively living with um, as opposed to things that are... Kind of like on display that you're not interacting with, but you, they're, they're there. Yeah. And also a third category, which you guys have of stuff that is collectible, but the end goal is to give it, is to sell it or to give it to somebody else who really Correct. wants like the resale Yeah. part of it. So you would kind of yeah. see that you're the mid-century stuff as not a collection because you're living with it every day. Right. It's, you know, if you took that out of your house, you wouldn't be like sitting on anything yeah. or yeah, you know, exactly. eating on anything. Correct. As opposed yeah. to something like your Christmas animatronics, I was wondering when we were going to get to the animatronics. Well, i i only I only bring up the animatronics because <laughs> we've had these these talks about how you want some of these collections and stuff in your house to go away, yet you were actively, at least this past holiday, mm-hmm. like starting up a brand new collection.
2: I was, yeah, that
0: seemed very much against the the spirit of. I want Brian to stop collecting and get rid of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, I'm going to start not only a collection, but a collection of mediums. Like They take up a little bit of space. Yeah. And definitely something that was not every day.
2: True. True. The difference is that these are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <And> so... <laughs> <laughs>
1: every house needs them. And... Do they need 30 of them? 40 of them?
2: Plus. How many did you, did you amass in just one I, holiday season? I don't remember.
1: We amassed...
2: 37? Something like that.
1: <clears> he had ish, right? Last Christmas, we had 3 to 4, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. And this year, we had over 30.
2: Well, they're hard to find. So when you find them, you have to...
1: How yeah. hard are they to find if we were able to find that's, 30 that's in the course of a, less than a year? Well, they're
2: going to be much harder next year because... Because we, we bought we 30 them of them. Yeah, see? Yeah. <clears throat> um, in all fairness, in all fairness, <clears throat> I think I think something that we do as, as a couple, we really try to go over the top for Christmas. I mean, that's kind of like one of our real exaggerated holidays. That's when we have our big party and a lot of friends come over and... Uh, We really do the house as much as we can fit, essentially, um, in the inside of the house. It takes like a week. It
1: takes like a week to decorate, so there's probably about a thousand items of of our thirty thousand right there in the Christmas decorations. Right,
2: right. So I, you know, I think there is a piece of. I feel like there's a little bit more permission around the holidays because they're they're not out all the time. Those are special occasions, Uh, and I also, you know, I think there's also a piece here that. Brian had a lot of collections at Christmas, and I feel like I wasn't representing <laughs> here. I wasn't I wasn't standing up to my mark. So I, I do have I have two Christmas collections. Um, one is Christmas tree ornaments, and um, another is these animatronics that I got. But really, that's that's it. And then a lot of the collections are really yours at Christmas time. All the cellophane or not cellophane. What are they? Little plastic figurines. Plastics names
1: and the early plastics. You know. Yeah.
2: And the deer and the elves <clears> and, the, <throat> and the Star Wars collection
1: and the And we, we actually joke collection. and we kid each other, but he buys me Christmas decorations that are vintage because he knows I like them. And I actually bought a good number of the animatronics against my better wishes because they weren't my thing, but he mm. liked them. So when I was out, I would pick them up for him.
0: Mm. That's oh. true. See, there you go. That's love. Right? That, is yeah. love. Mm-hmm. that is love. That is love. Totally. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean we're enabling each other essentially.
1: But we're not hoarders. I I maintain that we're not hoarders. Well,
2: I'm not a hoarder. That's all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With all this talk of not being attached to things, I wanted to find out what Chris and Brian do have a sentimental attachment to. If the house was burning down, all the people and pets and your important documents are safe already what would you grab in the you know 15 seconds that you had to flee the house before it burned down what, what remaining item would you grab
1: I would grab uh, my Star Wars figures in particular from the 70s and 80s the ones I had from when I was a kid that's where my enjoyment of collecting old toys came from my parents kept a lot of the toys that my sister and I had, um, so that when we were older, we still, still had them. And that's where my collecting of sixties, seventies, eighties toys really come from. And that's when you talk, when Chris talks about things being packed up, that's mostly what we have packed up is, is my old toy collection. So I think I would, I would grab that collection just because of the sentimental value. Um, I may collect things now, but I, I collect them because they're cool or they look neat. But they don't necessarily have sentimental value like the old toys do from when I was a kid.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I might grab his Star Wars collection, too. Because I know how important it is to him. I don't know if I have the same real connection to things in the house. except I mean, maybe maybe a, a couple of our mannequins. So I guess mannequins is something that's kind of a group group collection, Which is interesting <laughs> and kind of came randomly.
1: Sounds totally creepy too when you say it. <laughs> I know it does. It does, but you know, it, does, it, yeah. it is. Yeah.
2: It is kind of creepy, but it's fun and, and decorative, and it, you know, it, it helps to set the stage at our house. And I mean, I think it's kind of funky. Well, um,
0: literally because you have basically you have a stage built into your house, which we so. decorate the Americans for yes. to,
2: to put on there, yeah, for yeah. holidays and stuff, yeah. Um, but I think there's some sentimental value maybe to a couple of those because my parents gave this to me when i was a kid but your yeah, parents gave know. you mannequins for your kids? yeah isn't that weird that is, yeah eighth grade i got a mannequin mm-hmm. i said i wanted one they gave me one and what was really interesting was you know they, they would also tease me saying like you know who who collects mannequins and thinking it's oh, really odd and then i end up getting into a relationship with somebody and he has a mannequin, and <laughs> now we continue to get a couple mannequins to decorate and put around the house. <laughs> so it's totally funky. Well, let's, let's let's clarify. We have a flying
1: mannequin that that's hanging from the one from Vegas. From Vegas, yeah. so. that's a special. That's one. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool.
0: So see, for all for my uh, in terms of, of trying to think of an angle on this that was you know kind of a hook, at least in terms of you know. Brian, the collector, you saying that you're not a collector, but you secretly are. There's actually a lot of like shared ground, and you're right. It's it is, that's very bizarre that you would both, like yeah, have mannequins and right, weird, right? And other like things that kind of yeah. cross over like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, we left out his yeah. sweater collection too. He he must have about fifty sweaters.
2: Clothes aren't a collection. Clothes don't count. When it's fifty sweaters, does it count? I think it it does. No, no, no. Because collections are something that's there's a theme and it's displayed. It's displayable. You don't like display your sweaters. You don't like buy protectors for your sweaters so that they don't lose value. It's not. It's not the same.
0: But there's some people who, who they collect shoes, handbags, that kind of, stuff, mm-hmm. and they do put them on display. Is it because your your sweaters aren't on display?
2: No, it's because they're clothes. I they don't count. Yeah, I just the shoes count. I enjoy. There's just... a lot of
0: like people that collect obsessively collect sneakers and high heels and. Yeah, but
2: I don't I don't obsessively collect anything. Even the collections that I do have, do you think I could obsessively collect anything? I do collect my my ornaments.
1: I don't think you, I don't think you obsessively collect anything, but I don't think I obsessively collect anything either. I mean, I think obsessively is like you have something coming into the collection every few days or every week or something like that and that's that, that's, that's not the case for either one of us. That's true. Or but that, that would or be that, my opinion. That's my opinion. Or yeah.
0: that you might <clears throat> that the amount of money you're willing to spend on acquiring a new piece for your collection is really high or you know, yeah. like at the max of what you could
1: actually Like we're not we're, like. not we're not we're not foregoing eating because we're buying something for a collection. True. And I will say, you're. You we're, been, not, we're paying our rent and our mortgage and we don't forego that because we're addicted to buying something.
2: Yeah, and you've actually, you've been changing a lot of your collections. Mm-hmm. I know that you've been retiring some of them. And, yes, yeah. And getting rid of others and maybe getting some new ones in place, I don't know. But that's.
1: But I don't think any new ones. I don't think okay. any new ones.
0: So what does retiring a collection mean? Just like, Boxing
1: it up and yeah, I think he sold a couple of way
0: or, or actually selling and getting really getting rid of. Well,
2: I don't know because I'm not allowed in some of the rooms in the house. <laughs> that know. is not true. I don't know what's that in is there. So not true. We we have we have that a is garage. True. We have a garage that Brian does not believe uh, was meant for a car. It it is.
1: It's uh, a, it's it not was. meant for a car. It was not it was never meant for a car.
2: We don't use it for a car because there's no room in it.
1: You, it was a carport that you could fit, like a wait, car isn't it, in Isn't a
2: carport. For no, no, a no, no, car? no, no, no,
1: no, no. Wait, but like you could put, <laughs> you could put a car in it, or you could put things like your lawnmower and other stuff that people put in a garage. It's not. It was not built or or not the size for both. It's not a two-car garage. It's nothing that size.
2: Well, I can't go in it anyways because
1: it's <laughs> piled from floor to ceiling.
2: So I have no idea what's in there. We have we also have storage underneath the house. I have no idea what's in there.
1: But that's uh, in but the that is why all... I have no but, idea what's in there. But to clarify, that stuff is That's stuff for resale. If you know, it's not it's nothing we're keeping forever and ever. It is it is for resale. Okay. Um, I don't know. You know. Yeah, and we should also say like we take we do the the selling because we. excuse me we pay for renovations with our for the house so we we basically moved into a house that was right out of 1972 um and while we like some of that it does does need updates um and that was part of our plan going into when we bought the house uh so Mm -hmm.
2: and i think that's another reason why i i joke about being really frustrated with all of his things but I, you know, I'm, I think I, I really exaggerate that because, um, number one, again, I, I know it's his passion and I enjoy seeing him getting passionate about it. But I think, number two, I know that it is, a lot of it does go towards improving our home and um, towards other things, vacations or whatever we may use the extra money for. So, um, you know, I like that piece of it, too. And I'm impressed by his business savvy around that, honestly. He's really good at that. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank that's,
0: you. Thank I mean, having all that knowledge and you just to, when you go out, just be like, all right, this, I could turn around. This isn't, you know, not worth what they've got in marks.
1: We, uh, over time, you learn um, just because when, you know, if you're collecting something old, like toys, for example, which is what my, one of my first collections was, when you're out <clears throat> collecting and looking for old toys, whether you're at yard sales, flea markets, or any other kind of secondhand stores or whatever it may be, you over time, see other things, and you start to recognize things, and you're like, "Oh, you know, I saw that in an antique store for a hundred dollars, and here it is sitting, you know, in this pile of what looks like garbage. Uh, you know, and the person wants two dollars for it. So you kind of learn over time, and um, you just just kind of absorbs as you're naturally looking for items for your main collection and your main reason for going out.
2: And what's interesting is, I mean, he he'll, he'll buy tons of stuff throughout the year. I mean, he goes to all sorts of sales throughout the year, uh, but he can recall like where every little thing is and when he bought it and how much he paid for it, and um, and can find it somehow in this like maze of our of our house and all this storage stuff that's floating around our home. He knows exactly where things are, and I, I just I don't understand it, but I think it's <laughs> I think it's impressive. <laughs> Um,
0: as we finished talking it struck me that Brian and Chris are a wonderful embodiment of what makes a house a home, it goes beyond the physical stuff and the space that we share with our loved ones, we don't choose every object in our home and we certainly don't have to love every single one but with the right outlook it all blends together just like our personalities truly loving someone means giving them space to be themselves even if that also means giving up actual space in your home
1: Oh, thank you. very
0: appreciate being here. Very special thanks to Brian and Chris for agreeing to be my first guests. Thank you guys so much for believing in my idea for this podcast. And of course, thanks to you for taking a listen. This week's music was by Booksmart featuring a sample from Small Pyramids. If you think that you might like to hear more stories like this, please subscribe on iTunes, 30,000 Things. You can also stay in touch through Facebook and Instagram at 30,000 Things and coming soon, a website, 30,000ThingsPodcast.com. If you have a story you'd like to share behind a unique item in your home, a collection that you obsess over, or you're afraid that you too might be a hoarder, please send an email to 30,000ThingsPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again
2: like we should maybe advertise our Kickstarter fund for a barn for Brian <laughs> <to step into. laughs> we'll start next week <laughs> in your, your air conditioning system in our air conditioning system that we do not have
1: yeah yes. or Kickstarter fund for the other 20 animatronics that you don't have in your pool to I'm down mid-50. for it yeah if
2: anybody yeah. listening to this has animatronics <clears> that they're looking to get rid of See, that's why I figured this could be a really good, you know,
0: really good business model. It's going to be basically like a you know, fine trade. You know, this is going to be one person talking about what collection they have. Yeah. That's great. I want to find will give you a million bucks for your old
1: Star Wars toys, Brian. And then, uh, I might sell for a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that, that might be my price. And if you wouldn't, I would sell later. <coughs> so yeah.
2: come to me with
1: I don't you've ever seen them yeah. you've seen the boxes but I don't think you've actually seen, <laughs> yeah. seen the toys themselves I have it, I have it. <laughs>